Bondo. Yeah. Star Wars Sessions in the building, children, ladies. This is the way to the recap, baby. And you know, it's gonna get wild when Matt and Luke talk Mando and the child. afternoon or evening wherever you are in the galaxy and welcome to star wars sessions come for the star wars stay for the sessions and the mandalorian recap yes this is the show this week it's mandalorian recap if you heard us last week you know what it's all about basically we sit down for half an hour 40 minutes and we basically go over what's just happened in the episode just released uh, but the we my name is matt hudson aka jabba the hud and joining me as ever it's Master Bly Walker himself, Luke Bly. How are you, my friend? Yeah, mate, I'm good. It's Mando Friday, isn't it? It's Mando, Mando mornings. You know, yes. we're here for that. I, mate, my day started with my little alarm going off and me thinking, oh, oh man, I'm not a great riser anyway. Like, I'm, I'm really happy in my bed. Yeah, and I hear that. Um, oh, it's all about that life, you know. And then I, I, I rose. And I managed to stumble over to the coffee machine, get my get my coffee ready. I look out the window and it's, do you know what? It was gorgeous today. It still is gorgeous, actually. Blue it sky, is, it's hazy. There was a bit of pink in the sky. I was like, damn, this is, this is good. This is, this the, is way. the way. Yeah. yeah. So I got my coffee ready, got my bracky biscuits ready, turned on the PlayStation, Disney Plus. <sighs> Chapter 10 isn't on there yet. <laughs> Quickly load up Twitter. And I'm like, right, Disney plus UK. Complaint and it's like, section. yeah, Man- Mandalorian chapter 10 will be posted at, at 8 a.m. today. Oh. I was like, why, why push it back an hour? That's from last really week? odd. I thought that was really random. So what you're saying is the rise of Blywalker didn't go as planned this morning. Well, literally, that's, that's, that's exactly it, Matty boy. I, uh, instead... I plan on taking my shower after the Mandalorian <laughs> and then getting ready for work. So what I did was I went and had a shower and got ready for work and then watched the Mandalorian. But there was a little bit of uh, scrolling Passing on Instagram. Passing the time, Twitter, isn't it, mate? <laughs> there was a little bit. Yeah, I posted on, um, on what was it, like Twitter and Instagram. Uh, like, I posted the uh, Pablo Escobar meme where he's just standing around doing nothing. That was me this morning, mate. But no, once it eventually dropped, I couldn't believe my eyes. I was like, this is it. This is it. Mandalorian chapter 10. And, um, mate, we were off to a start. How, how has your morning been with old Mando? It's been good, mate. I, um, mine wasn't quite as traumatic. I woke up. I knew that it was a school run. Let's get the school run out of the way, guys. Let's get the kids to school. Education comes first, but then close behind the Mandalorian. But in some cases, Mando wins. So I got home. Mando went straight on. Cup of tea ready. Nutella on the crumpets. Proper British breakfast. Ooh. And I put the Mando on. And before we talk about the episode, should we uh, let people know that we are going to go full spoilers, dude? Yeah, let's um, let let's let them know. Spoilers. That is your spoilers warning. So we are going to be talking full spoilers today. So Spoiler. yeah, chapter 10, The Passenger is being titled, directed by Peyton Reed, who uh, did the Ant-Man films in the MCU. 
So yeah, last week we got off to a big, big action start, big heavy start, lots of Easter eggs, Boba Fett's returning, Cobb Vanth, Corny's back, or in on live action. So we were kind of wondering, what is episode two gonna or episode two or chapter ten gonna go? Lots of people thought it was gonna be a double header. We we're gonna get lots of Boba Boba, excuse me again, guys, for my mispronunciation. But myself and uh Luke, we we weren't entirely sure it was gonna be a double header. On our last main show, we did a Mando QA. We weren't sure that it was going to be a straight-up doubleheader. Probably thought it was going to be more based on something like Gideon or bringing in the characters from uh, episode series one, sorry, uh, and fleshing out a bit more. But no, we got more of a kind of return to the episode of the week flavor, didn't we, mate? Yeah. Um, do you know what? Yeah, it, it, it's all filth, mate. We're in full-on Mando season. Um, but I tell, I tell you what, mate, just on the Boba thing, I reckon it is Boba. I don't think it is Boba. And I, I think get, it's Boba. Cause... I always say Boba, but then after the time I say Boba, because I'm trying to think, well, how does Luke say it? Does he say Boba? Uh, the Americans say Boba, like, but I th- I'm pretty sure it's Boba. Because I'm going Boba in, then. In, in um, Attack of the Clones, yeah, in A Snack of the Clones, <laughs> uh, uh, Django goes, eh, Boba. That's <laughs> <right>. <laughs> what does Han say? Boba Fett or Boba Fett? Where? It's it's like Han or it's Han. like Han or Han. Isn't <laughs> that's it? it. That's it. It's, so it's Han, I'm but going that's Boba. okay. I'm going. Boba. Yeah, yeah. I reckon. Let's rep that. But or you can be Boba and I can be Boba. You say Boba, to, I say Boba. Yes. Yeah. Boba. <laughs> um, <laughs> the people listening. Imagine if this is the first time. They're like, "What is wrong with Who are these, these guys? idiots?" <laughs> um, no. So right. This this episode. Yeah brings it back down to what Mandalorian is really. It's this RPG and this is a really random side quest, but I'm here for it. I'm here for it. It was weird in places. This this is a weird episode, I think. It's odd, but I enjoy it. And what what is with the second episode? I I think in the Mandalorian seasons forever on the second episode of that season, there's always got to be an egg reference now because <laughs> we had the egg Suga in uh, Suga, which is the massive fat off Cadbury's cream egg. That's it. Good, good, good. Big old the, Scotch egg. That's it. In the OG chapter two. Now in chapter 10, we get spider eggs. Um, I think this, this to me felt like a transport mission, mm-hmm. you know, and also, it reminded me of that Beatles song, you know, "A Day in the Life." <laughs> it felt like it felt like to it felt to me like a day in the life of Mando and the child and you know, baby. It's just yeah, okay. This person knows some information. They got to get to here, you know. Uh, okay, whatever. They've got these weird egg things, dude. The humor in this, I thought, was spot on. Mm-hmm. In in some ways, in some ways, right, I felt more comfortable. It's going to be almost a weird choice of word. I almost felt more comfortable and happy watching this over uh, chapter nine, our last episode. The, the last episode was obviously a lot more, you know, grandiose. And, and there was there was almost... It felt almost like the ending of a season in some mm-hmm. ways, whereas this just brought it way back down to an ice planet, <laughs> literally. Yeah, pretty much a cave. It's not my favourite, but also I'd, 
I I always struggle with ranking these Mando episodes, man, or, or trying to have a list in my head. I just know it's not my favorite. I don't think it's my worst or anything like that, like, you know, quote unquote worst. But the father and son relationship and bond between Mando and Baby was awesome in this episode. But there we go. That's just, that's some things that I picked up, mate. That's some things. What are you thinking, man? Uh, yeah, top level. I, I think I agree, buddy. I, I enjoyed it. I liked it. I got a kick out of it. Um, I think we all expected to go in uh, and get something maybe more, maybe bigger. But let's. Yeah. But as you said, it is like um, it's a day in the life. It's a pat. It's a Patterson. It's a slice of the Mando's journey because you've got to show how he gets from A to B. Because if we didn't. Otherwise, people would complain. He'd be like, well, hold on. Last time he's on Tatooine. Now he's on this it's his other planet. Uh, now he's on Trask. How did he get there? But then, then when we do show people that, it's like, well, this is boring. There's not enough Boba, Boba Fett. There we go again. I need, I need more action. I like these kind of ones because, yeah, it has that episodic. It's like the most episodic of episodic episodes. But I liked it, dude. It, it opens up the galaxy. We don't need it to be kind of your Game of Thrones where you have a big reveal or a big shocking twist every episode because that's not that isn't good tv to me you need this connective tissue and a lot of people said episode six in of season one where he's in the prison ship was filler mm. and it paid off in this episode we got a lot of references back to that episode uh and mm. I, I imagine that some way down the line this episode will somehow get referenced as well and on your point about the eggs such uh the second entry of a season is about the eggs I also noticed, I think it was the second episode of season one, is it opened up with Mando basically get, trying to uh, get somewhere, but he gets ambushed by bounty hunters. And it happened again this time, except they used the, the rope. Whereas in the last one, it was those Trandoshans in the canyon. This time it was those other geezers with the rope. And it's quite a good, kind of like a good old Home Alone trick there. And it almost worked. So you got the egg. And that is one of the things I noticed as well was that was sort of used in the first season as well. So it's another idea they've kind of recycled and hopefully we can get to a point where we're not recycling too many uh, tropes from the first season. But hey, it's not a big deal, is what it is, isn't it? But I liked it, dude. I thought it was good. I liked the I liked the vibe of this episode. Um, I know mm. we're going to dive more mm. into it shortly, but I liked the, this felt like sci-fi horror to me in a way. Yes. Because there was this ominous atmosphere going on and obviously Baby Yoda with his uh, wandering hands and hungry belly upsets the the spider eggs but and i'm sure a lot of people are going to see think this but that to me was ridley scott's alien all over with those little egg compartments and like the waiting for them all to uh open up the egg sacs and and these horrific things start coming out and that's exactly what happened and they're and i hate spiders anyway but and then they're, then they're chasing them through these really claustrophobic small poorly lit areas and they've got to try and get onto mm. the ship and then the ship's overrun and then you get the big mamas there oh mate it's so creepy it's mental man. mate and i really liked that change of tone i was almost like surprised to see that in the mandalorian mm-hmm. you know part of me was like man this is like this is quite this is going to be pretty dark like i think there's going to be people who don't like spiders or yep. um kiddlywinks you know who really are going to get a bit freaked out by this um my missus hasn't seen it yet because she's sane she doesn't watch it early in the morning before work but uh I, i'm sure we'll get around to watching it um i'm i'm kind of looking forward to her reaction she yeah. hates spiders no i don't like them either <laughs> i Dude, I got a massive like Fallen Order vibe to this episode. Like I hear that, dude. the video game Jedi Fallen Order. For those of you who hadn't 
haven't played it. It's full of taking on these like spiders and these little like flipping flocks of spiders. (laughs) Waves of arachnids. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. It's um, yeah, very, very fallen order. And actually, some callbacks to rebels as well. And Ralph Macquarie as well. Yeah, that's right. They're, they're Ralph concepts, aren't they? It is, they? yeah. Indeed. You know, they go, yeah. well, let's go back to that world. And as soon as I saw them, I was like, I've seen them before. Quick Google search, a quick Macquarie. But yeah. there, there they are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They just hit Ralph Macquarie spider. <laughs> yeah, and, it, and there you go. It, is, yeah. it, it was so creepy. But I think actually that paid off because the episode was funny in places it was lighthearted and you're wondering where it was going yeah. and you're wondering, well, what's the threat here? Because it looks like they're in a desolate ice planet, which we don't know the name of. We don't know if that was Ilum. It doesn't look like Ilum, I don't think. No, it, it no, it just, it kind of just looks like a, a moon, if anything. It does. Right? It doesn't really. It, it looked like, it, that, that was the trailer shot where, where I was one of them. I was like, that looks just like Ilum from the Clone yeah, Wars and I from Fallen Order. But this is, what, five years after Je- Jedi, Starkiller Base is 25 years from being finished. They're going to be much further down the line. It, 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 I think they would have worked out. And, and obviously the X-Wings go, going around the planet, I think they would have noticed if the that planet had been, like, called out. They, they would have thought, well, this is a bit odd. So, sadly, I don't think it was Ilum, but I wish it was. But it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's um, it's one of those things where I, it's easy to build it up in your head, isn't it? You know, with the trailers, with with the marketing material, and think, well, this is definitely going to play into, and and then suddenly it's something that's like quite inconsequential. Well, it makes know? the galaxy bigger as well by not having Ilum or Hoth. It's, it's, another, it's a new so planet. True. I I think Mandalorian actually teaches us a lot about storytelling and about you know what to <laughs> yeah. expect in in the Star Wars universe because. I said today, it's just taking its time, you know, and I've said this on the other shows and I'm going to continue to say it. Mandalorian doesn't need to rush from A to B. It doesn't need to do that because it hasn't got two and a half hours to condense this whole story into it. You know, it's not tying up a saga. It's not bridging two films in the saga. It's just, it's this own thing that just is a, a small D&D adventure on the side of space, on the fringes of space. And right now, Mandalorian's biggest problem is getting people from A to B and getting interrupted by a couple X-Wings with Dave Filoni in it. Do you know what I mean? That's like, I, I love the Dave Filoni stuff as well. I thought that was lovely. thought that was really cool. He's back again, yep. He's back again as an X-Wing pilot, like he was in Chapter 6. Again, Same mate, one like as well, Trapper Wolf. And also Richard Awardy. Yeah. Richard Awardy's come back and he's voicing again. That was um, cool. The droid. I, I, the name escapes me. I can't remember his name. Um, love that. Hey, listen, talking of names escaping me, I noticed, and I was talking to, I think he's um, the shore trooper from Malta, um, but he's actually Austrian. One international guy. Oh, that, again, his name, his name escapes me. On on Instagram, it's st nine double zero one nine. I was talking oh, yeah. to uh, that gentleman the other day, and uh, other day, like earlier today, and um, he was like, "Did you catch?" He he put something on his stories of Ray cleaning tools in the Force Awakens, mm-hmm. which is a lovely scene. I love that scene, by the way. Um, and he goes, "What what happens next?" And it's these thugs and this alien, like trying to steal something, or or someone's getting hassled. 
And the alien in in that scene is the alien we see at the start of Mandalorian, the one with the jetpack that goes up in the sky. It's the same. It's the same dude, or at least it's the same species. I probably the okay. same species because he looked like he uh, met his end in this episode. Yeah, that's true. Hilarious. That's true. And yeah, that I loved that scene. Loved that. I was like, right, okay, we're on to something good here. I was at first just going back to the start. It's, it's a mess, guys. We, we watched the episode and we just come do this show. It's great. At the start of the episode, I was a bit like, oh man, we're back on Tatooine. Mm-hmm. But it didn't take long. And we go back to the cantina. We see Bug Guy. You know, mate, Dr. Mandible. I'm here for that. I'm absolutely here for that. It's so weird and so Star Wars. Yeah, and it's the canteen as well. Again, it is. Yeah, we see it once more. We see it once more. And what's the uh, what's the lady's name in that scene? Heli Motto. Heli Motto. I really like her. I really mm. like her. She needs a black series figure, man. I I like her. I've seen a lot of people say they don't really, they don't feel that she she matches the tone of the episodes. But part of me also thinks, what what show are you watching? Because she does, because obviously they put her in scenes where she fits, and when she's in the cantina, she still has that kind of sardonic edge. But this time around, she seems a bit more business-like. She's bargaining with the man, though. She's not joking about the child anymore. She's like, "Well, I can get you what you need, but this is what you're going to have to do for us," type thing. And it's, and it's, I like the shift of character there for her. But I like her pe- penny motto, and yeah, she's playing her back against that ant, which I assume was a reference to Ant Man that Peyton redirected. Ah, I of course. So. That's that's a clever little nod. I like that. I like that. I thought, you know, we we said in the last recap and we said in the Q&A last week's main show, or this week's main show, mm-hmm. that it felt like in Chapter 9 of Mandalorian, we didn't get loads of Baby Yoda, and it kind of it made sense for the story. Do you know what I mean? He was a tag-along. He was just sitting in the back seat, you know, staying comfortable, not getting up to too much trouble. <laughs> in this episode, the baby, I feel like, plays such a big role, and <laughs> it's so cute and he's naughty. He's, he's so a naughty, naughty little boy. He's a naughty little boy, and... I really enjoyed just that very sweet interaction between Mando, between the baby. Baby goes to hug and sleep next to him. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot in this episode. I, I need to go rewatch it just to see those baby Yoda moments because <laughs> they're adorable. They are absolutely adorable. And I think it just adds to, it shows us what this is all about, right? It is just family, isn't it? It yeah, is it's a bond. It, it's it's the Mando and his son, mm-hmm. you know, just going around the galaxy. Like I was saying earlier, a day in the life of dad and kid. And he's being cheeky. He's in one of those cheeky moods. You know, he's a cheeky boy. Yes, kids, I like that sometimes. Yeah, as as you would know, Matty boy. Was, you know, you've watching, got your own thinking, little... I've, I've seen this many times before. Uh, not quite as like genocidal as this, but I've seen it many, many times before. You'll, you'll see the, you'll see, like you said last week, dude. You'll see uh, these scenes in gifs. Probably right now, if you go on social media, they've, they've gifted this all up. But oh man, yeah, they, the fact that they they have nap time together in the same compartment, I was like, this is the way. They really are hammering home now that what well, Mando's on his quest to take Baby Yoda back. But at the same time, when Baby Yoda is freed from that bounty hunter who has a knife to his neck, he 
waddles over to Mando, he like puts his arms out for a hug and Mando picks him up and he's like, don't hurt the child. You know, basically he's like, I'll do anything you want. Just don't hurt the little dude. They sleep together in the same compartment. And that's one of the things I took away from this episode is, is Mando just wants to have a kip. Like three times this episode, he's just trying to have a sleep. Uh, like that no. bit, um, when uh, Frog Lady, as she's called, um, before she ch- uh, uses the droid voice, he just wants to sleep. And then at the end, he's like, sleep tight and he goes to sleep again all he wants to do is sleep but the galaxy won't let him mate but yeah baby Yoda he's um basically he's trying to eat the last remnants of a bloodline of a family he doesn't care does he no and he can't comprehend the thing what what did you think of the fish character Um, i don't know the name it is actually literally frog lady is it really? Well, that's what it's no. um, until, until she gets an official name, the subtitles are called a uh, frog lady. So, in terms of frog lady, John Favreau, yeah, John Favreau, John Favreau, just like yeah, just yeah, let someone else deal with that frog lady. Even a time, yeah, trying to dig it. Yeah, They'd forgotten okay. that part on the yeah. script. So, oh, we didn't, we didn't name her just frog lady. Yeah, she looked like Toad of Toad Hall in certain parts, but I didn't mind her. I mean, again, it's I liked the idea at the beginning where you've got Mando and frog lady. And there's the there's the language barrier. He doesn't understand what she's on about. She's got she needs to protect these kids, these eggs. Sorry, because it's the last of her bloodline, and they've been through hell and back. But he uh, at the same time he can't understand her, but she can understand him. So there's that language barrier. And I was like, well, this is going to be interesting because how are they going to get past this? And then she obviously decodes the droid, which was which was pretty cool. But I didn't mind her. I mean, it's just another it's another new species. It, it was another challenge for the Mando to overcome. I don't mind the fact that she just decided to go and jump in the hot tub in the cave because she's trying to keep she's... her eggs warm. But while she's there, yeah. she's like, why not? I've got my bathing suit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to warm up as well, you know, and ignore those bumpy things over there, you know, like that look a bit creepy. shaped things. Yeah. Don't worry about them. Yeah, it was. Um, it definitely, I don't, I'm not always a fan of the word filler. But in places, I can totally understand why for some people this would be considered filler. Mm -hmm. But I I think it's important to remember that Mandalorian season one had these stories. And that's why it's a lot more, it makes a lot more sense when we, when we do look at this, like it's a role-playing game, like there is this, this story and there's side missions and those side missions are necessary for experience necessary for whatever because now we know the razor crest is damaged Mm -hmm. and it can't it can't do super duper stuff we got more insight into um light speed you know and i I love that fact that she was like yeah you can't do light speed because it'll damage the babies and stuff like it just it adds to the science and the law of a galaxy far, far away. And, and that's what this show is all about. It's not just about the saga between Mandalorian and Boba, Bo- Boba, Maybe. Boba Fett. Do you know what I mean? It's, <laughs> it's, that's not what the show is. It's, it's a lot more simple than that. And uh, I, I enjoy that. I thought Fish Lady was, was cool. I love Frog Lady. Frog lady, fish lady, oh. uh, bad guys, good guys. <laughs> good guys, bad guys, amphibian, whatever. Yeah, amphibian, fish lady, egg hoarder, <laughs> in the blue, blue back to tank thing, backpack. I just want one of those backpacks. Mm. I'll carry one of those round. Yeah, I'll man. go down South NC front and float on one of them bad boys. Damn would right. it float? It would float slightly, I guess. It would do, it? yeah. Depends on the density mass. of the liquid yeah. and the, yeah, the, yeah. I think it would, I think it would. 
Yeah, I reckon it would as well. I reckon it would as well. But baby just like eating those little like eggs in the tank, like even at the end of the episode, he just like pops one in. <laughs> it's It looks like an anime thing. You know when like the anime characters like eat those rice cakes or something? Yeah. <laughs> I forget what they're called. But yeah, that's right. It just... It, amazing it's amazing i was because i was thinking that i was watching it and once again just like in season um one chapter two i was like man he wants to eat those doesn't he i was like no no and of course he can't comprehend like what's wrong he doesn't get it he doesn't get it it was lovely it was lovely it wasn't the most action-packed episode i can imagine some people going to be maybe a wee bit frustrated because now they they do know the mandalorian and they do know boba fett is is part of this this story um and now many other things so for some people there might be a wee bit of dare i say like impatience with what what, what else is happening what's next yeah. I reckon it's safe to say that the next episode is going to be um, going down on that rain planet. Uh, mm-hmm. Some yeah, yeah. people are saying Mon Calamar. Um, it may be, maybe or Camino, right? Yeah, or anywhere with a or anywhere <laughs> with think, a bit of water. Yeah, I think it could be new. I think it just could be a new planet. To be honest, I think um, so. but all in all, do you think Matt? Are you going to go back to this episode and be like, man, what what a ride? Like, I love this episode. Like, um, how does this go against, say, your chapter four, chapter five, and chapter six of Mando season one? That's a wonderful question, that is, uh, especially with those comparisons. I liked, cha- I liked chapter six last time. Chapter five, I really need to rewatch it because that was my least favorite of the episode season. And chapter four, I liked it. I don't know. I think this is, this, I probably will go back and watch it eventually. I will watch it again today just for the, um, just because it's new and novel. But once the season is over, all said and done, Obviously, we don't know how good it's going to be yet, but whether or not I'll jump back to this one. But it has got a lot of things which speak to me. Like I say, that whole sci-fi horror element, I liked that an awful lot. What I do want to go back in is have a look at is how how it, how it they can tie back into this. But I'll mention that in a minute. But in terms of will I go back to it, I, I hard to say. But at the minute, there are other episodes I'd put above it. I certainly didn't dislike it because I had a good time with this episode, but... When all is said and done, we'll see how important it is to the story. Because we mentioned like episode four, uh, we think we're going to go back to Sorghum this time round. Episode five, we went back to Tatooine and we had some tie-ins there. This episode t- tied into episode chapter six, sorry, where they mentioned the New Republic. Because the New Republic, they got fleshed out again, which I w- we'll talk about. But So they, they tied into chapter six. But I'm looking at this one and thinking, well, how can they tie this episode in? Because the only thing that, the only tie-in they can get now is the Razor Crest getting its emitter or its um, beacon installed, and that might come into play at another point in the season. Other than that, I'm trying to think what could connect this, because the spiders won't connect it. The planet probably won't connect this to anything going forward. Um, the New Republic pilots may be back. They may remember Mando or come in handy again, but I don't know. I can't really see how it's going to tie in to, the, to where you'd have to go back and watch it to get the clues, but... I don't know. I, I I didn't. I will go back and watch it again in future because I had a good time with it, dude. But what about you? Because I know you you did like episode four an awful lot, so and you went back and enjoyed episode five more. So how are you stacking up to those more maligned quote unquote episodes? Well, it's weird because I think when you're sitting there and watching this week week by week, it's those 
like chapter nine and the last few chapters of the first season, mm-hmm. they're the ones that almost propel it. They propel the story. They propel the whole reason why you're watching it. But actually, for me, the reason why I go back to Mandalorian is, of course, because of those episodes. But I, I've mentioned this quite a few times the past couple of weeks i go back and i really love watching those middle episodes mm-hmm. those episodes where you know it just seems a bit more grounded and it just seems a bit more normal like chapter four love chapter four i love it i adore it however will this age like those those episodes like we don't know and i think you've brought up a great point where you're like well how, how would this fit in with the bigger story i suppose in in one way, the catalyst here would be Frog Lady, like mm-hmm. <laughs> which is crazy. <laughs> like she so, could so, turn so serious out, saying that it, it's mental, mate. She could turn out to be like quite important for the overall like arc of this of season. You, you never know; it could be something really simple. Like you know, we take it almost as a passing comment, but those eggs are very important for her race. Mm-hmm. You know that could end up being quite a major storyline. It could be the uh, razor crest being damaged, you know, it's stuff like that, but you're right. I, I, I'd be really interested to see what happens in the next few episodes, particularly the next episode. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Every time I say next episode, mate, that's what's going down. Huh. But yeah, I think it, it was fun. It was fun. It's not my favorite, though. But once again, it's just that Star Wars weirdness where it's everything crazy and odd and weird about Star Wars. You know, we got it in this in this episode, whether that's spiders hatching out of eggs and chasing Mando and the baby, and then there were more, then there was a big one, you know, Mando oh. grenading it. You know, there was a lot Flaming of stuff that them. happened. Yeah, it was great. It was awesome. And even even when um, Frog Lady shoots the spider on a baby's head, you know, Mando looks around. He's like, really? You, you know, it's just kind of... Where did you get that gun? I was thinking, yeah. Where, where did you get that gun? Exactly. But also, da- well, flipping, well done. You got that shot right because... <laughs> Almost, if yeah, you didn't his face imagine that headshot headshot bang <laughs> 50 points no 50 point, twelve thousand points Flawless baby yoda dead uh, yeah i don't know man there's there's a lot to take there, there was little moments in here though dude remember when something which i thought was going to play into the episode more but we didn't but it might do in future is we've seen mm. baba yoda heal people and we've seen him hold back the flames in episode nine chapter nine last uh, chapter eight sorry last season when he first sees those eggs, he goes up to the pot and he puts his hands on it and you can see he's looking into it and all the eggs start gravitating towards him. If you look very quickly, if you yeah, look, they're, they're, only, they're only mentioned, show, show it for quickly, but they all come to almost like he can connect with them somehow and then he starts to eat them. Uh, how, maybe that maybe that will play into it. I don't know. The New Republic, so we saw the New Republic and they were like, they said, you need to, transmit your your beacon and he was like no no it's an old ship never had to do that before and he's like yep you do now because the empire's gone the new republic says you do have to so the new republic is starting to like rule of an iron fist almost um but you could tell that mando isn't bothered he's like yep cool sis um yeah may the force be with you um yeah come on i'll hear it as i've done it now but they don't want to shoot him either on in the dogfight but they don't want to shoot him they're hesitant even says like razor crest don't make us you know do this come on so i thought that was 
quite interesting as well. That they're setting up the New Republic as honourable people who are willing to get their hands dirty, who are also ruling with an iron fist, but won't shoot unless really, 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 really necessary. So they kind it's, of like setting their New Republic up with different layers. But what did you think of how they did that? But also like the dogfight, because we saw yeah. X-Wings, man, which is always cool. I was going to say, like, so that's, it's a really good point, um, especially because at the end, Mando almost, you, he, he's being a badass and he's like, oh, how about you guys come help me do this? Do you know what I mean? And then and then they're like, mm, nah. Good to. Nah, nah, we're good. How about this? And then they just leave. It's like, <laughs> oh, oh, okay. They are, okay. They are like, they like you said, you know, they're flexing their muscles a little bit here. You know, they are, um, it, it's funny because they're obviously more reasonable than, than the Empire. Yeah. But once again, it's this, it's the authority, isn't it? Is that Mando doesn't quite fit into that. You know, mm-hmm. he doesn't quite... And it's just interesting. The the New Republic already has all that information about him, you know, about the warrants and about the history. They already have all of that data, um, which is which is mad. Really, it's, it really is crazy to think. So that already shows us there's going to be problems in this galaxy because people that have issues with authority at large who hated the Empire and fought against it, the likelihood is they're just going to have the same issues again. Mm-hmm. It's just it's a new government that maybe is a bit more liberal, maybe is more fair and doesn't enslave Wookiees. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. but do you know what I mean? It's yeah, it's um, it's good. It's good fun though. Well, I, I think this was really good at world building, and to me, it felt like a mission in a video game. So I'm I'm happy with that. I'm I'm happy with that. It's not my favorite, but I'm looking forward to next week. I'm looking forward to seeing what's happening with those eggs, those little baby eggs. Mm. That's if baby Yoda doesn't eat them all. Um, <laughs> but also seeing what frog fish lady gunman, you know, decides to do next. You know, will she be involved in any more of the series? I, I, I don't know. I'd be interested to see what the critical reception of this episode is because I don't think it's going to yeah. be nearly as high as last week. But I was saying last week, you know, this ep- chapter nine was almost, it almost surprised me how much of a bang it started with. You know, it didn't feel like the opening episode really. And... I think this was bound to be, unless you kept that up and that style of quick storytelling with, like you said, these big reveals in it, unless you kept that up, you know, were we always destined to have this just drop in pacing and in, you know, like emotion almost? Um, I think it was kind of like, it was, yeah, it was always going to be that. It was inevitable, maybe. Yeah, I think a lot of people will be frustrated only because it, they'll, it's a come down from the first episode. But there'll also be people out there, like you mentioned, who will prefer these episodes. You may, you may, once the season's done, you, for example, may turn around and think, actually, do you know what? I like this one more than the first because it gave me that breathing room. But if if they dropped all the episodes in one go, you know, would it be a problem if people could just watch them all in one go? Would this kind of episode stand out as much? Probably not, because it'd be part of the narrative do but yeah man i liked i i had a good time with it it wasn't my favorite but i loved the i love the spiders i love the fact that the the battle they had with the spiders that was that was tense oh. um the fact that it looked like it was all over when big mama came back he didn't, like, try to, 
He didn't try spinning though, and that's he, always that was a good, a good trick. trick. But yeah. he, if he tried that, they would have been fine. But so I, I like the dog fight. Obviously, the X wings weren't leading them in; they were going to take him out. I love the spiders. I love the fight there. The fact that, again, Mando doesn't win the fight; he gets beaten again, uh, and it's only the, like the Deus Ex Machina of the X wing pilots coming back to get him. Yeah, maybe, maybe Peli Motto knowing Frog Lady, who also knew a Mandalorian convent, was a bit of a coincidence in storytelling. Fine. But I can look over that. The the spit roasted dragon meat looked lovely. The there was oh, some nice yeah. that looked sweet. There was some nice Lawrence of Arabia shots of Mando walking through the desert. And last pretty much thing is another sweet line we got was it's one small skank in the scud pie. So we're getting a nice new line each episode. But other than that, dude, um, I had a good time with this episode. It, I, I preferred the first episode, but. The more I think about this episode, the more I actually think I quite liked it. We got to see Sabak as well. But final question for you, though, mate, is we're mentioning the bond between father and son here, and they're, and they're starting to play on it a bit more now. How much they do going forward, we'll see. I don't think they're going to do it every episode, but in one word, yes or no, when all this is said and done and, and the final episode of the Mando, <laughs> when it comes, is the Mando going to give Baby Yoda back or are they going to have too much of a bond? Ah. <sighs> Good yes question. or no? Will he give him back? It's a good question. Yeah, I I think when we talk about the importance of this episode in the future, I actually do think the biggest point of this episode is showing us when both Mando and Baby are vulnerable that yeah. they cling to each other yeah, and that sure. they're so trusting of each other. I think that's kind of the biggest takeaway from this is that through scary stuff, like that's literally what they're showing us, scary stuff, traditionally scary. You know, they cling to each other and they, they stand with each other. They run together. They fight together. Even though Baby can't, like, completely comprehend what's going on or articulate, you know, his feelings, it's still so well delivered. And that's the genius of this show. Uh, and that's props to everyone involved in the development of Mandalorian. So I think they're giving us episodes exactly like this for a reason. And... I think it would be hard. I, I think it's going to be a hard decision to see how that plays out. You know, mm-hmm. does he belong with this Jedi who's a stranger? I'm still holding out for this ending that is post Rise of Skywalker. You are. And something like that. That's what I'm actually holding out for. Yeah, I and I could see that happening. I think Mandalorian's going to tread into first order territory, and uh, I, I'm looking forward to that. Like, I would like, I would love that to happen because it's it's got to happen, surely. Then he can end surely. up back on Sorgon with uh, Omera, and they can like, live happily ever after. Yeah, yeah, or they could live there just for the time being. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And then, like, First Order, they're like, oh, that what's that forest planet down there? There's a couple, like, prawns down there. Nah, don't need those. Cool. <laughs> we, got, we got other stuff to worry about. And Mando's like, cool, okay, no, no fuss here. Yeah, I don't know. Are. I think it's a very good question, mate. It's a very good question. I think it's being set up that there's going to be a happy family finish or something. Oh, something so. along those lines, maybe. Um, but it's Star Wars, you know, this could go on for, this could go on for a while. Like there, there's, there's a lot of, this show can lit, it could go anywhere and it can go on for however long. And 
there's room for these stories. There's so much room to breathe. Like I said last week, mate, it does suit Star Wars. It suits this style of storytelling. So I'm pleased from that perspective. And that's that's the biggest takeaway for me from this episode. You know, it was funny, had that father-son bond, vibes from Fallen Order, Rebel, mm. sequel references. Richard Ayoade was back. I mean, He's come back. on. And it's just weird. It's just weird. Like, who gets up early in the morning and watches Crazy Frog Lady with <laughs> a blue tank and eggs in it and a baby Yoda Eating trying to them. eat it and a dude with a helmet on, like, running around blasting spiders? Come on. We do. Come, come on. Yes, we do. Yeah. It's just another Jolly Mando good. morning. The bangles. Just just, uh, I'm not going to sing it, but yeah, man, you can't. You need room to breathe. You need episodes to slow down. It's too much to ask to have eight. I think too much to ask to have eight big swashbuckling, ap- action-packed episodes. Probably too expensive as well. Where you get new reveals, new characters, new this, new that. You need episodes like this, like you say, to connect the dots to get from A to B. What's in between? How did he get there? It shows that. What my takeaway is that the man knows never safe. Even when he's just uh, off the crate dragon, sorted out Cobb Vanth, like minutes later, he's getting set upon by a bounty hunters who want the child. When he's going to transport Frog Lady, the New Republic are on him and he can't even get away from them because they're like, no, we're, we'll take you down if you don't uh, stick to our rules. So wherever he goes, he isn't safe. So that's what I'm taking away from it. He's at a father-son bond, but the, the walls are closing in on him somehow, somewhat, sorry. So where we go next, probably to that, uh, water planet like you said i think do but no i i enjoyed it i am interested to see what other people think so guys let us know what you thought of chapter 10 the passenger was it a filler was it a, your best episode was it the worst was it just a bit all right let us know what you thought but we've both thought you know what it was pretty good uh, and hopefully on rewatch we um we think it's a little bit better but i had a good time with this though dude but i think that just about wraps up the recap dude i think it does I, other than it was 10 minutes 10 minutes less than the chapter 9 good show that's the, that's the only that's the only thing left and i was a, a bit part of me was like oh man i thought they were going to stay to the 50 minute mark every mm. time but again i like i think that's a good sign because they were like well for chapter 9 it needed the 50 minutes and totally yes. agree with that and they were like well with this one it doesn't need it it's only going to be 40 minutes i like that man that's that is the gift of streaming right now now i'm done <laughs> no you're <laughs> right you it. couldn't there's no point <laughs> adding five more minutes on to see mando running away from more spiders because the urgency was he's the ships are in the the room next door almost but he's still got to get through these tiny corridors and chasms with hundreds of these things chasing him. If they'd had this prolonged chase and like hide and seek type thing, it would have been a bit naff. Whereas just like bash, here's the spiders run, get to the ship now, go, 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 go works a lot better. So there's no, it didn't need to be any longer, but no, you're right, mate. So we'll see what next, you see what next week's going to be like 20 minutes long. And we'll all be complaining about that, but we'll be back next Friday then with Mandalorian recap. And we'll be back next Wednesday with our, main show star wars sessions which you can find on all good podcast platforms and master blywalker they did want to find us online for those who are new where can they find us on the socials uh they can find us on twitter at star wars session with no s at the end you can find us at star wars sessions on instagram we've got a great website star wars sessions.co.uk loads of filth on there and we also have a snazzy email address wait to listen to this okay okay <clears throat> it's hello there at 
starwarsessions.co.uk. Simple as that. Send us an email, voice message, whatever you want. We are here for all of you, so thank you for the interaction, the likes, the retweets, the shares of the first show. We dig it, and we're glad you're enjoying what we think, and we want to hear what you guys think, so let us know. But until next time, from me, this is The Way, and from Luke, this is The Way. (laughs) 